Yo, what is up, Real Critics? It's Jose Garcia Chow here, as always, and you're listening to Everyone's a Real Critic, the podcast where John Wolf and I take a look at movies that have a difference between 20% between the Onyx and Critic scores. On Rotten Tomatoes, we give you the Real Critics thoughts on the movies. We break down some of the audience reviews, and we wrap it all up with the Real Ranking Remember, At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because everyone is a real critic. So, let's get into it, John. My friend, my homie, my brother, my co-host. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little chilly. We're we're in uh, holiday season Ooh. officially. No longer no longer Thanksgiving. We are fresh into December. A happy belated birthday to you also. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. You want to let everyone know how old you are? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> 45 never look better. Uh, that's uh, awesome. I look pretty good for 45, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I that's would right. say so. You got all your hair and all, mm-hmm. all the right places on your That's head. right. Starting to go white. What is? Oh, my hair in all the right places. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was a little concerned. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Can't have two of us on the oh, podcast. Oh, you think I was like Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you could be going Sammy Sosa or something. <laughs> going to pop up as Sam Sosa before I know it. <laughs> So we're in the holiday season. For my Thanksgiving, I spent it in a place that was like covered with Christmas decorations, Christmas trees, Christmas lights, Christmas music already, like on that day. When do you, do you start, do you decorate a little bit for the holidays? You start pumping out Mariah Carey as, as everyone does? What, when is the appropriate time for you to start doing that? Like right around my birthday. I think like okay. December, like first week of December is the time to do it. If you're putting up Christmas stuff on Black Friday, it's too soon. We can't too go soon. back to back on holidays. You know, okay. Let the first one kind of simmer down. Have its moment Let a little it simmer bit. Simmer down. Yeah, you're still eating leftovers from Thanksgiving. It's still Thanksgiving-ish time. Wait a week. Then put up your Christmas lights. That's how I like to do it. But you know, it is. We're recording this on December 11th. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas yeah. time. It is. I agree. It's it's appropriately Christmas time now. But you know what is the bane of my fucking existence, John? Tell me. There is a house across the street from my apartment, and they have all these cute little Christmas lights. They went all out. It's adorable. But the Christmas lights are connected to like uh, I don't know. There's like a speaker or something. And it just plays the same little tunes, the same little Christmas songs over and over and over again. And I hear it at night when I'm trying to go to sleep, you know, just softly being like, I don't even, I don't, I thank God I can't even remember it right now. I've been trying to block it out of my head, but you know, like it's like deck the halls or whatever the fuck. It's playing lightly. That's on my the favorite street. one. It fucking uh, drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. For, the, for, for people that don't know, you, you're going to sleep at like 3 in the morning. So they leave them on So it's all, all night. you can hear all night. Yes, they're on and all, all you night. can hear buffet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and the street is quiet. So it's the yeah. only fucking thing you can hear. No one's told them yet? Like, hey... Let's not. Yeah. Maybe not. Can maybe we make not, maybe, maybe like not. turn that shit off? Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. The lights, lights, cool. Depending on how bright they are, that's fine. But the music playing nonstop, come on, you it's gotta rough. know better. It's rough. Dude. Like, cause don't yeah. they hear it too? 
I'm sure think? they can hear it, right? Like, wouldn't that, that would drive me insane? Maybe they go on vacation. They can hear it worse than I do. I don't know. That's bullshit. They just have it on a timer. There's a, there's another house on my block. You know, I live in Chicago, so like yeah, all the your block, buildings yeah. are pretty damn close together. Yeah. Um, there's a house that put up a 25 foot Santa Claus inflatable right wow. in front of it, and it's like, how did they even know that that thing was gonna fit? Like, it's <laughs> so close to hitting a tree that's directly in front of the house. Like, it is wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say it's 25 feet. Like it is the height of the building. It's insane. <laughs> I think we need a picture of you next to the. To yeah, the yeah, yeah. I'll I'll take a photo. I'll take a photo. <laughs> yeah, that'll be our new album art for our podcast. <laughs> for the for the, the holiday for the, the holidays. holidays. Yeah. yeah, everyone's a real critic. Wishes you a happy Christmas. Yeah, we'll put that on our Christmas card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send it out. <laughs> We'll send it out to all of our all of our patrons. So uh, if yeah. you if you want that Christmas patrons. card, <laughs> if you want that John, Christmas so card, make sure you join our. Patreon. You're, you're you're Jewish. You don't celebrate Christmas, yeah. but you kind of you kind of do. You know, when we were do, kids, yeah. you'd you'd be at Christmas in my house all the time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. how do you and feel my, when and, it comes and we do to Christmas. the holidays? We do Christmas. Uh, my wife is not Jewish, so we have a nice That's Christmas right. tree. <laughs> Um, we usually, we usually get the Christmas tree same time. First week of December, like, you know, the weekend after Thanksgiving, like and you guys go you know, Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. We're in a, we're in an all natural kind of place. We went and got a real one. Um, it's about seven Cute. feet. Yeah. Whoa. Decorated it with the lights. It is a big one. What's, what was interesting was buying new ornaments and new lights for it. Usually, I feel like they say for every foot, you could do 100 lights. So that would be like 700 lights for a 7-foot uh, uh, tree. I, we bought um, from Amazon a bundle of 750 lights, thinking that would be enough. And it's not enough? it only, only covered a third of the tree. The top because the lights how, were when you say so lights. How long is it though? It was thirty feet long. Oh yeah, that's only gonna do like that's only gonna cover a four foot tree. Yeah, and the lights were like I'm holding up my fingers. <laughs> yeah, they were like this big, Less like than this an far inch. from yeah. each other. They were that far yeah. from each other. So that's crazy. So we have like almost so two thousand lights on it. We have a little four footer on in ours, and it's. And yeah, I got a 25 foot uh, lighting thing, and it was perfect. 20. Oh, okay, okay. 25 feet. 25 feet. Yeah, yeah. 25 of lights. Feet not of for lights. a 25 yeah, foot yeah. tree. Yeah. No You're way. Like, no way. What the hell? I'm not Clark Griswold over here. Like. <laughs> yep. This is the Clark Griswold family tree right here. It's like a 50 footer. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we do we do the tree, and then. Um, you know, we leave the cookies out for Santa and and some oats for the reindeer for when they come by. So, because oh, Santa's that's still, sweet of you. yeah, I had to send Santa an updated uh, address. Obviously, just having moved, just wanted to make sure he knew that and didn't leave my presence at the old place and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excited. Yeah, at your, at your family's house. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that's Same. great. That's great. So, have you been feeling like you're in the Christmas spirit, John? <laughs> For sure. I mean, we. Uh, the one thing that's really cool is you walk around in these parts, and they have Christmas lights galore. It seemed like over the weekend we went and saw like three or four different 
Christmas markets, and it's just insane the amount of detail and care that's gone into Christmas time over here. The Brits it, love Christmas. They huh? love it, and it's so fun. There's so many cool lights. There's tons of people everywhere. We went to mold wine. Mold wine, yeah, of course. I love cider. mold wine. Me too. Mm-hmm. You know, we all. Uh, it's tough to make a good mold wine. If you have a good, it is tough to make good wine. Yeah. If you I, have I a been recipe, let me know. <clears throat> no, I, well, I've, I've tried and it's tasted like shit. I think I burnt it. Like, yeah, you got to you got to heat low it for and a slow, long baby. time on a low. Exactly, it's got to be low, low and slow, slow. <laughs> low and slow. And uh, I'm not a low and slow kind of guy. No. I don't know if you guys have noticed on the podcast, but I'm Pump not really down, all that. <laughs> I'm gonna get that tattooed on my butt cheeks. <laughs> <Bumming up. laughs> the other thing too is people will tell you to put like alcohol in the mold wine, like a spirit, like a rum or something, and that that really like ruins the flavor of it because then you don't it's need just, to do that. No, you don't. You really don't. You could put a little bit of brandy or some like port or something that's like a mm-hmm. wine base, but. You really just want the wine, a warm wine with some oranges in there, some cinnamon sticks. Absolutely, good. absolutely. We have a good glue wine at the bar that I work at right now, and it's believe it or not, it's white Franzia, a white Franzia blend with pineapple rum. Uh, we and then we threw like a, a bunch of spices. There is orange in there. There is uh, almonds, and it is delicious. And what absolutely makes it delicious. glue? It's called glue vine because it's Swedish. It's like a Swedish oh. take on mold wine. Yeah. Okay. Glue yeah. vine. Yeah, it's like G- it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Glog. Speaking yeah. of glogging, uh, there's no glogging in the movie we're gonna be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? No, there's nothing. There's no glogging. There's no. There's not a lot of Christmas. This movie is called Four Christmases, and yeah. it's set in California. Yeah. Yeah. They nobody looks cold at all. <laughs> We're talking about one of the best movies when you think about Christmas. Uh, called Four Christmases. Made in 2008, it got a 25% critic score, 47% audience score. We're excited to talk about that, but before we do, we want to get to our favorite segment where we tell you what's really good or really bad on the streams in what you're watching. It's our favorite segment, John. That's right. Where we talk about what's You're really good and what's really customer. bad. And it, I think this is the most important time. We are like, this is really where our hard work, our commitment to this segment comes up big because it is a time where a lot of people maybe are spending time at home with family, with loved ones, on vacation. A lot of time to pick up the streams, a lot of time to cut through the baloney that your drunk uncle's talking about, the racist comments your parents are making that they don't realize is racist. This is a good <laughs> tuner outer, maybe a good like, hey, let's reset. Let's put a show on <clears throat> for you. So we are here to help you out. Um, and as always, we love to hear what you guys are watching. So join our Discord, uh, join our Patreon, and uh, tweet at us, post 
send us all of your suggestions on the socials at EARCpod. We'd love to hear them. Uh, and if you want to hear our full list of what's really good and what's really bad, join our Patreon. We're giving you that full list there uh, with some with some really good stuff this week, I think. So so tune in. It's not too late to join our Patreon. It's never too late. Um, where you can go get that and listen all you want. But this week, we're giving you... I think I have a really good and a really bad. It took me a while to find a really bad, but I finally found it. Um, but, Jose... I want to start with you. Yeah. I watched this movie last night, actually, called Bottoms. Um, mm. It's a comedy about two best friends. They are lesbians. And this is important because yeah. they decide to uh, start a fight club in their high school so that they can lose <laughs> their virginities to cheerleaders. It is probably one of the most ridiculous and hysterical movies I have seen in recent memory. Absolutely hilarious. It's directed by Emma Selig- Seligman. Uh, written by her and um, Rachel Sinat, who also stars in the movie with Ayo Edebiri, who is from The Bear. <clears throat> yeah, it is so fucking funny. It's clearly a parody on like high school, you know, teen movies that were like more popular in the two thousands. The Jocks. One of my favorite things about it is the Jocks are in their uh, football uniforms the entire time, like every day at school. (laughs) One of them, the main guy, you know, like the big white guy that everybody loves. His name is Jeff. The back of his jersey says Jeff on it. That's it. It's fucking... (laughs) My name is Jeff. Yeah, it's so freaking funny. Um, It's on... I had to to get a free trial to MGM Plus to watch this, but I'm so glad that I did. Wow. Yeah, okay. what the fuck is that, right? Uh, I'm so glad I did, though, because it is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, so over the top, so ridiculous, but I had, and, it, and it's a tight 90. It's, I think, it might be less than 90 minutes oh, because they amazing. even include a blooper reel at the end. And it's like, I was so happy. I was, can we bring back blooper reels, please? We need to. I love a good blooper reel. Um, a lot of fun. So much fun. So violent. Like, it's really? girls. Oh my gosh. It's so violent. They're like punching each other in the face and there's just blood everywhere. At one point, one of the girls like makes a bomb and they detonate oh. it. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's so funny. So funny. Uh, I feel like recommend. I gotta watch. I gotta watch because how do you go from wanting to lose your virginity to Fight Club? I just want to yeah. be there for that mental... Oh, it, the leap in logic for them to yeah. get to there is absolutely yeah. hilarious. And, dude, best supporting character in the entire film, Marshawn Lynch from the Seattle Seahawks, plays their history teacher, and he is hilarious. He's absolutely hilarious. And the booper reel, you see him kind of improvising some lines. It's so fun. It's so much fun. It's called Bottoms. Wow. Yeah, I can't believe I, I hadn't even heard of this movie before you brought it up. I can't believe it hasn't been pushed anywhere and why. I, like, yeah, MGM. Plus I saw it on Letterman. On I'm sorry, on Letterbox. Like some people Letterman. that I follow on Letterbox and Twitter. Yeah, you know, you know, Letterman is still on the air. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw it on Letterbox, and like some people that I follow on some film people that I follow on Twitter have been like talking about how good it is. So, okay, I finally sat down and watched that last night. Um, it was great. Absolutely great. Loved it. Loved it. Highly oh, yeah. recommend. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'm going to follow that up with a really bad. I'm just going to get it out of the way, the one that I have here. <laughs> it is the latest in the collection, and I'm terrible at saying his last name, but Kenneth Branagh. 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 So he's, uh, for those that aren't familiar, he's. I think this is the third installment in his sort of series. He's trying to make, like, uh, Knives Out type movies uh the first one was murder on the orient express then there was one on a boat or maybe murder on the orient express was the second one and then the boat one was the first one death on the nile yeah death on the nile those are the he's trying to do like all the agatha christie movies right yeah and and sort of but also trying to be like a the yeah the agatha christie novels and then this one a haunting in venice um is the latest in his uh detective perot uh trilogy and it's fine it's pretty it's actually it's it's bad it's really bad it's oh, the most damn, that sucks it's the most star-studded of the bunch it has tina fey michelle i can't Yeo. believe he's continuing to get financing for this like it seems like every single one of these has not done well it's super. They're it's like, super predictable. Who done it? Who done ems? You know, like he's coming in. He's trying to debunk MythBuster style a ex an exorcism or a medium essentially, and then he goes on to find out that there's more at play there, of course, right? And as it's, always, it's just not as witty as Knives Out. It's not as it's way more predictable than Knives Out, and there's really like it just everything about it just seems super cliche. Maybe it's because it's based off Agatha Christie novels, but yeah, like the the books that created the formula. Yeah, um, so it's just it's just really bad. It, I I that had sucks. to finish it. I didn't want to finish it. I knew from the minute I turned it on what the deal was gonna be. Like it took me about twenty minutes to solve it. And then, <laughs> and then I had to watch the I, rest of the movie. I haven't, you know, I haven't watched any of these. Really? Any of these Kenneth Branagh, yeah. I Run don't on suggest the Orient it. Express, Death on the Nile, Haunting oh, in Venice, so no. Death on the Nile was the second one. So the Murder on the Orient yes. Express was the first one that came out. And I yeah. remember watching that, because I love these types of movies. I love Whodunums. Yeah, yeah. The Knives Out is great. <laughs> Lena Dunham's. Lena Dunham's, I love all of them. Jeff Dunham, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's good too. Um, yeah. Anyway, the Murder on the Orient Express, like I'm not. There's no reason to see it if you haven't already. So I'm going to spoil it for you. It ends the most like eye rolling way to end a movie. So he he essentially is on this train. A murder happens. He's trying to solve it, and yes. then what ends up happening is at the end all of the passengers that you're trying to figure out which one did it, they're like, we all did it. We all had a hand at play of the murder because we don't like that guy. And that was it. Wow. That's how it ended. And then, well, of course, so it ends with him. Jail? It ends with him being like, well, I know that uh, from the day that you oh. came in. That, uh. And his accent in his movies, I don't know why he keeps, like, just make him a freaking... <laughs> He has a terrible. Just be Gilderoy accent. Lockhart. Just be Gilderoy Lockhart again. 
My my review of this movie on Letterbox was that uh, Perot less than Benoit. <laughs> Benoit yeah, Blanc I mean, Benoit is much better. I love Benoit Blanc. So ben, much better. Benoit Blanc is a you know a Perot analog. Like he is yeah. Perot was the first guy. He was the he was the big guy. Yeah. You know, in the Christie novels. So it's funny. It's funny that like now he's just. He's doing the same thing, and it's just not hitting. And it's you not know? hitting. He's Kinda still sad. doing it. He's probably gonna do yeah. another one. I feel like maybe I should watch these just out of you know SMGs, shits and gigs. They're long. Are they? Fuck. No, I'm not gonna do that. I want to go watch that <laughs> Godzilla movie. That would be good. That would be good. What What do you have? Yeah. Uh, that That else is uh, the holiday movies on your list here. Okay, so holiday movies. You know, you did your really bad. I'll go with my really bad next because okay, I kind of want to get into the, my really goods um, afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. I watched Yvette and I, my roommate, have been watching you know rom coms in the Love last that. couple weeks. I like a good rom com. <clears throat> yeah, I like a good rom com. You know, they're all very formulaic. There's always the point in the movie where they, you know end of the second act they break apart and they come back together at the third um i don't mind that as long as they're funny the characters are you know likable uh like i said i watched um about fate last week i think we talked about it on the podcast i thought that was a wonderful little mediocre rom-com a lot of fun uh, we watched this one called a two-night stand um oh, yeah. recently it's with miles teller and i forget the female that's a long one night stand. Name. I went for two nights. The premise is basically like this girl, she has been, you know, going through it. And so she, her friend, who her, her friend, one of which is Kid Cuddy, by the way, tell her, hey, you should, you know, have a one night stand, get your mind off of him. And so they do that, which is an insane thing, by the way. Um, and so Leo she does Tipton? that. She, yeah. And yeah, Leo Tipton. They are, they are non-binary now, which is cool. Um, so Leo Tipton and Miles Teller, they meet, they have sex, and then she tries to leave in the morning, but it's a, a blizzard hit. And so she's stuck with Miles Teller for two days. <clears throat> Obviously, you know, the I weather like radio outside yeah. is frightful. Weather. Uh Obviously, you know, like they fall in love during this time, and then we learn things about them that drive them apart again. And then Miles Teller has to do this grand gesture, this big love bomb to get her back. Um, it's very formulaic, very like two thousands. It's weird because if it's so of its time, like <clears throat> she goes online, like on her laptop to create a dating app. Like they don't even have it on their phones yet, and. The, the soundtrack is all, like, 2010s indie, you know? Like, it's very much, like, those indie movies of the 2000s where they have, like, the same, like, Radiohead, Muse, Starfucker, yeah. you know, MGMT playing in the background. And, and the, the protagonist are, is, like, this, you know, uh, uh, quirky dream girl uh who is like ah, nobody understands me but then there's a scene where she's like dancing by herself she's like mm, yeah this song i love this song you know and it has to dance it's fucking insufferable it's so hard to watch it's and then the worst part is you know she leaves after they they you know learn a thing about miles teller so she leaves and they get in a fight and miles teller doesn't know her last name 
So he has oh, to, no. uh, he has to, he, t- he calls the cops on her because they had to break into their neighbor's house to use the bathroom. He calls the fucking cops on her and she gets arrested. And then he goes to the police station to get her out to be like, hey, I care about you. I love you so much. But it's like, dude, you just got me fucking arrested. I spent the night in jail because of you. And then they still get together in the end. <laughs> it was crazy. Absolutely fucking insane. Absolutely insane. Terrible movie. Great, great move and like idea, but in practice, probably, probably not that good. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. No. No. Get you no. arrested. Yeah. Pick you back. It's up. like these movies always have to end like that, right? With like the guy doing like a big grand gesture, you know, to be like, oh, I love you so much. You know, chase the girl. Don't let her leave. Don't take her no for an answer. You know, it's like all kind of problematic. And in this movie, it is especially so because they bring the fucking cops into it. Bizarre. Jeez. Bizarre. I mean, we yeah. should get cops more involved, to be honest. Tough. Tough to be a yeah, guy. Yeah, you know, right? getting cops involved. What's the worst thing that's <laughs> in your happen? love story? They're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> yeah. shoot your dog. <laughs> crazy, absolutely crazy. I'm with you, man. It's tough to tough being a guy. You're always having to chase the girl. Always, you know, expected to yeah, do something. There's so much, also one know. scene. Holy shit! There's one scene where they're like, uh, she's like, he asks her if he's if she's racist or something, and she yeah. points to Kid Cudi behind her. As in like, I'm not racist. How can My I be racist? Black. My black friend is right here. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're like, oh god, this fucking movie is rough. Check. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. All right, let me get to uh, my really good here. It is a Christmas short, maybe? It was under an hour, but it is worth watching if you can. It is made by Stephen Under Merchant. an hour. It was 53. Well, they, it also had a blooper reel or an extended reel into Love the credits. So it was probably like close, yeah. closer to an hour. But Stephen Merchant, is, it's called Click and Collect. And it is kind of making fun of Jingle All the Way. They reference it a couple times within the short. And Stephen Merchant is a dad whose only job is to pick up the gift for his daughter it has already been reserved online he just has to go and pick it up he goes to the store gets annoyed with capitalism and that they hiked up the price because he didn't pay when he reserved it he decided to pay in store and now the price is 25 dollars more he's like forget that I, i don't want it then and then he He's like, oh, shoot, I obviously this is my daughter's favorite gift. I have to give it to her. He his next door neighbor is this. He's hilarious comedian um, is just that guy that wants to be friends, but he's really just a neighbor and he's a really lonely guy. His kids are out of town. <laughs> his kids are out of town for Christmas because they're with it with their mom and they went to Disney World because their new stepdad bought them all tickets to florida and so he's completely alone on christmas totally decks out his house the same way your neighbors did with the lights and everything and he he finds this toy that is sold out everywhere in one store that is four and a half hours away across the country and so he then oh Stephen my Merchant god him and his neighbor 
drive to go get it and bring it back yeah. in time for Christmas. And it is, it's just super funny. It's super lighthearted. Okay. It's nothing novel. It makes fun of its source material and jingle all the way. But I highly recommend it. It's a great hour. You will laugh. You will cry. And there are, wow. it's just, it's amazing. In an hour. The premise is very jingle all the way, right? Where it's like, it, I gotta it, get my kid this gift. Yeah, you know? they totally they make fun of yeah. it the whole time in Jingle All oh, the Way. Oh, that's great. Like, that's great. There's specific scenes that are the same from Jingle All the Way. Like the I love that. It's <laughs> there after a unicorn is the is the doll. And when Steven Merchant doesn't buy the unicorn in the store, because he's like, forget it, it's too expensive. Another guy is like, Hey, is that still available? And takes it and then starts like auctioning off to the highest bidder in the store, which happens in Jingle All the Way. Like there's a yeah, lot of yeah. there's a lot of similar Belushi scene in Jingle All the Way. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like yeah, John, yeah. you're 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 this is so funny because now your what you watch is gonna be directly influenced by you living in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's on Netflix over here. Yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah. not available in America. Yeah, I, I looked up where can. it is in America and it's like, oh you have to download Britbox. <laughs> Yeah, so if you download BritBox, which you totally should, you can watch the UK Office and you can watch Click and Collect, which is very funny. Or uh, if somehow you have John's a VPN. come back and be like, I watched the Doctor Who Christmas special. <laughs> hey, I mean, look, get a VPN. I love this. I, lo- I wish we were spot- <laughs> This would be, honestly, if you work for a VPN company and you are listening to this segment, like, this is great. This is perfect marketing for you. We, ha- we have it all yeah. teed up for yeah. you. We are no not better sponsored story. by NordVPN, and we do not, not have a discount code called EARC on NordVPN. <laughs> we don't, but we could, and what a way we to promote it. it yeah. Because it it's be on Surfshark. Time. It could be Surfshark. Yeah. But it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the only Anyways, two. Anyways, are you a third VPN. one? <laughs> I use. <laughs> oh god. Okay. So let me get into my. I'll just say I rewatched Home Alone for the first time for the first time in years uh, with my family. It was. Does it stand up? Absolutely delightful. It does stand up. It's still so good. It's no wonder that this is a classic. Yeah. Great movie. Um, and then. I re- I watched for the first time in my life. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, have you ever seen this movie, John? Not in a very long time, but uh, but you have seen it. it. It's a Christmas movie for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's I remember from, it like, being pretty sad. Forty six with Jimmy yeah. Stewart. It is very sad. The movie spends yeah. two hours, <laughs> you know, with Jimmy Stewart, just like tearing him down, just disappointment after disappointment yeah. in his life until we, the audience, can relate to why he wants to fucking kill himself on Christmas yeah. Eve. And like, for you to drive an audience in 1946 to, to believe that and relate to that, pretty insane, right? Tough time. Uh, the 46. Tough time, but it does World spend a long time doing, doing it. The yet. movie is long as fuck. Yeah, World War II is happening. It's not great. Um, long as hell, but you know, I didn't know how I was going to feel about this movie. I've always heard about it. There's a lot of people that watch this every year. Um, 
I watched it at, I put it on at one in the morning, John. I watched the entire thing, you know, and then I was by myself at 3 a.m. crying like a fucking baby. Like, legit, like, (laughs) everything, (laughs) like, coming out of me. It was like fucking, it was like as if I had been repressing it. I was crying like a fucking baby at the end. To that stupid Christmas song, Auld Lang Syne, which I don't like, but it fucking hits so hard at the end. It, it, was, it, it was insane. I couldn't believe it. It was like, also, the anti-capitalist message there from 1946, it's almost 100 years ago, and it's still relevant today. Absolutely bananas. Absolutely wild. I, I'm just like, nothing has changed in America. This is so sad. I was so sad. <laughs> it was crazy. I loved it. Absolutely really good. Donner- Disclaimer, you will cry. <laughs> I cried. I cried. If you've ne- I cried so hard. It was crazy. I've never cried like that in a movie before. That's one of those if you don't cry movies, or at least feel something, you should maybe like go see a doctor or something. something yeah, like right. I should like sign up for therapy again. As always, let us know. What you've been watching, what's really good, what's really bad on the streams. We'd love to hear it. Uh, Join us on our Patreon if you want to get that extended version. We're going to hop in real quick to our real news segment because uh, as Jose was sort of letting things out of his body, there's some interesting uh, emissions from bodies in our real news segment. So stay tuned. Speaking of getting wild, have you listened to or seen on TikTok, Instagram, the sort of there's this new trend that's been happening uh, the last couple years where old Nickelodeon and Disney shows are getting podcasts to just kind of tell all? I think. If I had to guess, I don't know where this started, but it's always sunny. Did this? It's like the and, oh, the and office. Like your mom's the house office too. The office, yeah. So I think your mom's now, house has the two kids from The Sopranos on there. It's like they're adults now, right? So yeah. these child actors, you know, they they they're grown up. But sometimes you don't always need to make as two people who have a very successful podcast. You don't always need to make a podcast <laughs> about you know what you're talking about what was interesting is ned's declassified survival guide i great show remember it love that show. saw a yeah. clip of their podcast lately uh actually or you sent it to me i think i sent it to you yeah do you remember the first that I what are you me? gonna ask on this do podcast <laughs> first what bj i actually do you really want to talk about this on the pod? I just wanted to say that I felt like a failure from that point because he after, didn't finish. I know. Yep. No, not oh. you didn't. You didn't. They have been. They're saying some crazy ass shit on that show, like drug adult parties. Um. Yeah. Moe's and Ned first BJ's that they gave. Yeah. To, or that she gave to him, and yeah, it's like details. Crazy crazy what they're getting into and they're wondering why their show's not getting uh re re uh, picked up 
Do you really think they want that though? Like they're adults. What are they gonna What are they gonna do now? Like, I I, I think the podcast is what they're looking for, right? Because they can talk candidly about this shit. But it is bizarre to hear when you think about the fact that they were like fourteen, fifteen years yeah. old when they were on that show. Like it's kind of it's pretty nuts. If there was another podcast of a show from our youth, what would you pick? I have three ready to go. Okay, um, like a tell-all type thing. Like, I want to hear what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, shit. a behind-the-scenes kind of show. Yeah, I see yours on here, and I want to hear yeah. this. I want I, even Stevens would be great. Yeah. I want to know Stevens. how fucking insane Shia LaBeouf really was. Like, or back, not? Like, okay, I want to yeah. know how much a or, dog Beans was. It's. <laughs> He's got that dog in him. <laughs> Dude, I want to hear that. I want to hear, like, uh, Phil, like, what was Phil Diffie, you know, doing out, uh, behind yeah. the scenes? Uh, like, Phil of the Future and shit like that. Like, yeah. I know those Disney kids had to be fucked up, huh? For those sure. Disney kids are fucked up. And I want to know I how fucked up. I don't know if I mentioned it to you or whatever, but, like, six or seven months ago, because it was on Disney Plus, I started rewatching even Steve. No the way. level, the level of Shia LaBeouf's acting is like it's noticeably better than everyone else in the show. Yeah, at, there was a reason like why he was a star. ten years old. At ten years uh-huh. old, he is like he's doing award-winning acting in the show at ten years old. It's nuts. I also put, and I I couldn't remember if they've done this or not, but I was. It seemed like they were going to, and then it didn't happen. But the French, the French, <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Bel Air would be cool. Uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the French Prince of Bel Air, uh, Prince of Bel Air, Carlton, <laughs> Carlton. Uh, that would be good. <laughs> Just like the drama of like. Getting pe- people getting fired off the show after one season, like they haven't really gone into super details of all that. I bet there would be there would be some interesting, there would be some stuff there. They did do, didn't they do that? Like um, they did like Fresh a live reunion. reunion. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. And they at, brought it, the other mom in and stuff, and yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it but was I want to hear the tell-alls. Like, tell me, tell me the behind-the-scenes yeah. shit. You know, I want to yeah. hear like the Harry Potter kids do that. Ooh, too. they would not. They, they're no. There's no there's way, no way they're like, allowed there are to do so that. So many fucking kids, you know. Like I'm sure some of those kids were getting fucked up, especially because they grew up together. They were all having well, sex Daniel with each other, right? Like they was had like, Daniel yeah. Radcliffe was like crazy. He yeah. had some problems. Have you seen I think that? He was like documentary. Uh, no, I want to. The boy who lived. I yeah. really want to. Yeah, yeah. it's on my list. Feel yeah. like I'm gonna cry. But I'm just like, I don't feel like crying right now, especially after It's a Wonderful Life got it out of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you gotta build up some more liquid in your body, you know? Like yeah. Ned. Yeah. Like Ned and Moe's. <laughs> um, Dude. Yeah, that would be nuts. You know, it would be a great idea. Here's a free great idea for Max um, and Warner Brothers Studios. If you want to bring more eyes, not that you won't have enough already, to your new remake of the of the original movies you should have the original cast do a live react podcast to episode by episode i think that would be i would sick. love that 
That would be sick. Yeah, I would watch that. If yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, I remember when we did that scene and blah, blah. You got, that's free money right there for you guys. You're welcome. That's like the, the Fresh Prince reboot. Did you watch that? Yeah. It was, I watched, like, I think there was, was one so free bad. episode on Peacock. I liked the pilot, at least. I thought the yeah. pilot was, like, I couldn't get fine. into it. But, I got, yeah, like, two I, or three I, episodes I, in. It was I too get evil it for it was me. Paywalled. Yeah, they made uh, Carlton, like, fucked up. Carlton yeah, was, like, I, fucked up. He was, was a lax looking, bro. That shit made me laugh so hard. He was a lax was bro who for let his white friends say the N-word. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wasn't about it. I wasn't about it. Yeah. The, uh, That's why I was in, though. I was like, what? Okay, no, well, are you in on... <laughs> <laughs> are you in... Speaking of being in or out, Zack Snyder, new movie coming out. <laughs> nice. Rebel Moon uh, coming out. Yes. What do you think? And has Zack Snyder... There's a two-parter here for you. Rebel Moon, what do you think? And has Zack Snyder made a movie that you actually like? I will say yes to the second question. He has made okay. a movie that I actually like. It is right. the remake of the... Uh, 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 fuck, why am I blanking on Like, Dawn of the Dead. The okay. Dawn of the Dead remake is good. Um, All right. But other than that, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not like Zack Snyder movies. Um, I think 300 was fun when I was 12 years old. Um, mm-hmm. But mostly I don't really like them. I, I think Watchmen was also pretty good. Yeah, but he's got this long. strange and Randian perspective that i disagree with so no i'm not excited i'm not i'm not a, a Zack snyder fan i think most of his dc stuff is absolute shit um but this rebel moon thing is intriguing to me i am gonna watch it i'll tell you why it's free <laughs> okay yeah. it's free on netflix right yeah 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 and it's like his pitch for a star wars movie that they wouldn't let him franchise so he redid it to to make this hmm. uh original sci-fi um, sure so I am cur- i'm curious about it yeah original right it's did you watch the I trailer i'm curious about it uh n- i don't think so watch the trailer you don't have to do it right now but when i watched the trailer it gave me um like early mid 2000s action movie vibes it reminded me of the rock in what was that oh, gosh something sahara it reminded me of like the movie troy it reminded me of those like those movies that have no plot it's just all abs all sand all action yeah okay and uh i think it's i think it's Which gonna could be fun like that's expendables <laughs> that describes expendables Don't you dare. So. no yeah <laughs> um i think it's gonna suck too i'm not particularly you know I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Zack Snyder hater. I'm not going to lie. So I think it's going to suck ass. You can tell, too. Like, I'm, I'm kind of playing the trailer right now while we're talking. and <laughs> It's got and, that 300 um, uh, filter on it where everything's kind of gray. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what I love is that, like, the Empire is still there, but he just dressed them up like Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, so we're just going to get, like, budget Star Wars over here. Looks like ass. It's going to be bad. Uh. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it though. You know, maybe we'll eat our words. Maybe it'll be good. 
I would love I would love that. I would love to watch a movie and be like, ooh, that was surprisingly good. I can tell you what's not gonna be good, and that is the movie we're talking about today. Or Christmas is. <laughs> Let's jump yeah. into it. He's a many of an icon. We talked about him a ton already in this this episode. Yeah, weird. I feel like maybe it's the Shia LaBeouf. Kind of the same thing with Shia LaBeouf in the in this movie starring Vince Vaughn. Kind of just like fell off the face of the earth for quite a while. He did a lot of these rom coms, these like cutesy Fred Claus. Yeah, he did some other he? Christmas movies, and they just kind of like I haven't seen him in a while. I looked it up. He's got a, He's done some voice credits. Uh, and then he will be in Dodgeball 2, which is happening. What? Confirmed that Dodgeball 2 is going to be happening. Um, this but was I feel the like era of Vince Vaughn, too. This like was the it, early right? early 2000s, 20 years ago. Just like Wedding Crashers, Dodgeball came out. Like, oh my God, Dodgeball came out like 20 years ago. 2004. Yeah. yeah. That's wild, dog. Old school. But then, didn't he come out in like some movie where they like switch bodies? He was like switched bodies with like Catherine Newton from yeah. Ant Man. Yeah, I think it's called Freak. Was the name of it? Freaky. It's like a horror movie, of course. Freaky. They're all based yeah, on Freaky. Freaky Friday. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he hasn't. I remembered seeing him in True Detective season two, which was one of the worst, most disappointing seasons of television. Yeah. And yeah. my entire season life, one was but... so good. You know what's funny, John? It's when you Google Vince Vaughn. You know yeah, how Google gives you up. that. People also ask. Yeah. The very first one is, "What is Vince Vaughn doing now?" <laughs> well, like, where is what he? is what is, is he, he doing okay? right now? What do you think he's doing? He says right he's now? got he's got an Apple TV Plus drama series called Bad Monkey coming up. Which Bad Monkey? The fuck? Yeah. Wasn't there, was there a movie when we were kids with the guy from Saturday Night Live? Or was it, it was him and uh, Brendan Fraser in a movie called Bad Monkey, right? Or Something Monkey? I Brass don't monkey? know. It's a really that bad That funky movie. monkey? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one you're talking I, about. <laughs> We'll keep we'll keep talking, but I'm pretty sure that was a thing, and it was a really bad movie. Uh, now I can't stop thinking about it. But when you were, you know, when you f- neither of us had seen this movie, I think before we watched it for this pod, when you booted it up on the Netflix, how were you feeling about it? Well, you know, it's it's Vince Vaughn in 2008, so I was expecting Vince to do. What he what he was famous for doing during this time, which is just you know ad libbing, talking, just talking, just talking, just fucking, just talking really fast and 
and and ad libbing and and you know that's what he just that's what he does in in those all those movies just and and also you know general holiday family hijinks. I wasn't expecting like I wasn't expecting Citizen Kane here. I was expecting <laughs> a two thousand eight raunchy comedy starring Vince Vaughn. So I should say that's exactly what we got. I guess yeah, yeah yeah. It was very what raunchy. You, I I was kind of expecting the same thing. Um, where Monkey Bone, by the way, was the oh, name Monkey of the movie Bone. I was thinking about. The 2001 uh, award-winning movie, Monkey Bone. It's with Chris Catan. Um, oh. And it oh, was so that does not, not a good movie. That does not sound good at all. No. But Brendan Fraser oh, is in it's it. Like, it's like the animated movie, right? Sort of animated. Giancarlo Esposito is in it as well this looks fucking wild this looks absolutely insane it it was insane yeah anyway uh don't recommend it but if you are intrigued and then brass monkey is a movie from 1949 it is a thriller comedy um so if you want to go back and brush up on your british comedy thrillers check out monkey bone from 1949 kind of reminds me of cool world is that the one where they're uh, in the Olympics? It's Brad. No, it's Brad Pitt, and he's like, uh, no, you're thinking Cool Runnings. Uh. <laughs> no, the Cool World is the one where Brad Pitt is like. It's kind of like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you know, where he's he's the oh, only yeah. guy, and like it's all animated, but it's like rated R ish, you know, like it's kind of sexy. It's bizarre. Mm. It's very weird. Nothing like a sexy cartoon, am I right? Um, I thought this movie was going to be a lot better than it was. Um, I was kind of, same, I I was like Reese Witherspoon, Vince Vaughn. This has a lot of potential. Yeah, they're great. Like, great separately. How are they together? Uh, Turns out, not great. Not great together. No. Uh, So this movie, the premise, Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon, they're a couple. They're dating. They're not married, but they've been dating for a while. I think like a few years. They both hate their families. And in the holiday season, they go for big vacations. They lie to their family. And every year. This Which year. Funny. Big... I, I thought that was funny. You know, like in the, in the we, we get them, you know, they're expositioning to everybody around them. People are like, why aren't you married yet? And they're like, well, let me yeah. go on a quick, let me go on a fucking monologue while we're not married. Yeah. You know, and, and so, so that we, we can learn what these characters are about. And they're both like, yep, yep, we're in agreement. No kids, no marriage. Why, why should we get married? Why should we have kids? You know, we're yeah, dinks. What's the rush? Um, yeah. We like our life yeah. the way it is. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. And so then we're going to go to Fiji instead of dealing with our fucking families for Christmas. Yeah. You're like, okay. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, we're setting up here. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with this. And then in also the what land they're of saying, fog. I'm like, I relate hard to this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I figured you were like locked into this movie. You were just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No yeah. relationship escalator for me. Yeah. Nope. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, unfortunately, bad fog in San Francisco. Flight gets canceled. Uh, and their plan was to leave Which, on the way, Christmas Day. 
We, bad fog in San Francisco. It all happens in one day. You don't see any fog for the rest of the movie. No, none. <laughs> <laughs> no. So then they have to spend... Because they try and keep the lie going, but what happens is a news reporter comes up to them and they're on the live news that is saying all the flights are delayed and it's the two of them. So their family see it and then they are like, shoot, guess we got to go spend Christmas with our parents. Unfortunately, both of our parents are divorced. So we have to do all four in one day. Yeah. yeah. And that's the movie. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. And so then we follow as they go to each one of their parents' house. Yeah. Um, starting with uh, the dad, Vince Vaughn's dad. And this, oh my God, dude. That shit was Painful. so problematic. Yeah. What was problematic it. about it? Oh, how he was like, hey, let me set these quick boundaries. I don't appreciate when you guys fucking fuck me up like this. And then they <laughs> proceed to just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Vaughn's two brothers named Dallas and... Dallas and Denver. And Denver. Uh, because they're for, named for the after places where... they were conceived. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They are yeah. amateur UFC fighters. So they... As soon as Vince Vaughn walks in, they start beating the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. And we get John Favreau in like his early two thousands phase, where he always played the aggro guy. Yeah, for some he looks reason. like Joe Rogan Crazy. in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Crazy to think that he's just like our Star Wars dude now. Yeah. Happy. Wow. He's happy. Yeah. Yeah. In the Avengers, completely different. Yeah, guy. he made he made the Mando. He did. He made the Mando. He made the Jungle Book. Anyway, so what ends up happening is a complete disaster. This family is like off the grid. The dad is a complete jerk to his son. Hates everyone. The kids are like, everyone's a lowlife on this side of town. And Vince Vaughn doesn't realize that there's a spending limit of $10 for gifts. He goes way above and beyond and gets his nephew... (laughs) Gets his nephew an Xbox. Which, when did he have time to do that? He bought a dish. He bought an Xbox. They wrapped no, they, everything. They it's mailed. The same- they oh. mailed the gifts early. They made sure to say oh. that they had mailed the gifts to everyone, but they weren't yeah. going to make it. So he got the kid I kept an Xbox. thinking this is one long day, dude. Well, already it's one long day. Thankfully, all four of the family members live within driving distance of each other, so that they're able to make all of them go to a school play or something as well like there's there's plenty of time for for everything here um i really liked when vince vaughn buys his dad a satellite dish why why would he ever think that that is a good idea so then they all go up to put the satellite dish up vince vaughn ends up setting his dad's house on fire essentially, at the end of it, because nothing goes right. And then mm-hmm. that's just the end of it. He just leaves after, after the house is set on fire. Absolutely insane. Um, such a fucking difficult movie to watch just because it's so cringe at this point. And, and <laughs> nobody here is a real person. Everybody is a character, like a caricature, Hyper. I mean. Hyper Yeah, just super yeah. exaggerated, um, which could work. You know, if it wasn't just like so aggressive, <laughs> it yes. just comes in. It comes out so hard. 
my favorite thing about this initial scene, though, is we see one of the little kids is Skylar Gasando, who mm-hmm. is like one of my new favorite actors. He's the kid from uh, uh, um, what's it called? He's a kid from uh, the the Danny McBride show. Oh yeah, yeah. Royal Righteous, Righteous Gemstones. Gemstones. Yeah. He's from Righteous Gemstones and Booksmart. He's probably one of the, my favorite comedic actors he's right hilarious. now. Hilarious. And he's yeah. it's crazy to think like in 2008 he's been doing it since then. <laughs> he's been absolutely yeah. hilarious since he was a little boy. Because he fucking I forget what he says. He's like he curses him out and just starts yeah. beating the crap out of Vince Vaughn. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And then that he strips his clothes off and ju- runs yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah. John, have nuts. you ever had a beer mosa? A beer mosa? Uh, is that beer with champagne in it? Oh, wait, what'd you say? Is that beer with champagne in it? Or is it beer with orange juice in it? Ooh. Uh, can't say that I have. Oh, okay, neither. Okay. Uh, I would say neither. Why? Cause, why, cause do you, the, why do you the, ask? Dallas's wife is like, we got beer mosas in the back. And I was like, Interesting. What the yeah. fuck is that? <laughs> if it's just beer and orange juice, that sounds that sounds pretty disgusting. good. Actually, no. I, I guess it depends good. on the flavor of the beer. It would have to be like yeah, like a light beer. A light beer. Yeah. Yeah, like a light beer. Like you can't do yeah. it with like a porter. That sounds absolutely hey, disgusting. <laughs> if you're yeah, exactly, or an IPA or something <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Hey, if you're a light beer company listening to this and you want us to try beer mosas sponsor our show i'd be happy we'll do, to. we'll do it i'll drink i'll drink 20 yeah. of them i'll do it yeah um i got free health for what it's worth we're 20 we're 20 something minutes in at this point and like god it feel it felt like longer dude it felt like this scene just yeah on. dude it felt like so long and then we went from so this which you talked about as like a hyper character character caricature of one sort of demographic of people then we go to another when we go to reese witherspoon's mother's house so it was like the funny poor redneck uh losers yeah and then yeah, we go to yeah. like the poshy snobby fake uh materialistic Cougars. cougar family exactly that yeah. love vince vaughn yeah. they think he's so hot everything about yeah him. which was so weird that was so weird yeah, you probably get that all the time. And, and and they proceed to just shit on Reese Witherspoon's character. The whole time. Because she was fat. The whole fucking time. Yeah. yeah. They, oh my god, though. But I, I loved when Vince Vaughn sees the picture of her as a baby and goes, yeah. she looks like Shaq. I fucking lost <laughs> it. <that> <laughs> but overall, like I'm just kind of like, these people are kind of fucked up. This is kind of fucked up the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like I can't I mean, even laugh at this because I'm thinking about how fucked up all these people are. I wouldn't want to be around family, family either. Whose family isn't? But this is also a weird part of the movie because, like, the pacing of this movie is all over the place. Like, we're sort of at the first house for a little bit, maybe like ten minutes longer than we needed to be. They kind of forced mm-hmm. a, a few extra elements into it. There's so much that happens narrative-wise in Reese Witherspoon's mom's house. That yes. It just yes. like as opposed it's to like the dad's house. In. Yeah, it's uh-huh. all cramped. All of a sudden, like the movie remembers that, like, oh, maybe we should have these characters learn something, you know? And so they're like, <laughs> oh, oh Reese Witherspoon might want. She might want a baby now. Let's yeah. let's make it like yeah. let's have a couple scenes where she like thinks about p- potentially being a mother. Yeah, um, let's have her just none take a of that to test. Vince Vaughn. No, uh-huh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's have her take, take this pregnancy test. test without like thinking, oh, maybe, maybe I am pregnant. I've been feeling a certain way. Like, let's just have her pee on it. Like, let's just have her do it. And yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then her niece will steal it. And then she has to confront her fears of being in uh-huh. a bounce house because she hates of being in a bounce house. Bounce houses. Yeah. Meanwhile, so let's do Vince all of that. Nothing. He, he does nothing that he's not confronted by anything to change. You know, it's not like he went to her house and it's like, wow, it might be nice to have a family. Wow, it might be nice to be a dad. Yeah. None of that. Instead, Reese Witherspoon gets it, which is fine. Like, there should be some sort of narrative uh, uh, purpose to, to these characters, right? But, but it feels kind of forced when we see it in the mom's house, especially considering we spent 20 minutes in the dad's house with none of that happening. In None. fact, it's just hijinks, just hijinks happening in the dad's house. So we mentioned three things that happened. We learned Reese Witherspoon was sort of like fat and her family makes fun of her. We learned that she maybe wants to be pregnant. We learned that she hates bounce houses, confronts her fear of bounce houses. Uh, mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn goes through her family album, sees all of that trauma. Like how traumatic? There's nothing more traumatic in the world. Super than- traumatic. Someone that you like or love or admire or respect going through your mom's or grandmother's yeah. uh, scrapbooks of you as a young child. That is like one of the most terrifying things. But it doesn't stop there. We then, this is still within the same part of the movie, we get into we go to a mega church. church and yeah. then, like, it's all still happening here. (laughs) And and again, again, like Vince Vaughn's character isn't confronted by anything that makes him uncomfortable or makes him rethink, you know, the thesis of the movie that we saw earlier, which is no kids, no family, right? No, no kids, no marriage, no family, et cetera. Um, In fact, he just goes to the megachurch and he had a fucking blast. He did an absolute blast. Completely ignores his wife, his girlfriend. If anything, we kind of learn he's a dick. (laughs) Yeah, he's a fucking dick who yeah. does not worry about his girlfriend. Dude, even when she gets thrown up on, he doesn't give a fuck about how no. she feels about it. He's yeah. fully self-centered, you know? And it's like, so, okay, I'm expecting maybe this is what's going to drive them apart. It's not. What yeah, drives them no. apart later on is that they, he won't even have a conversation her, with her about potentially having kids. But we're not even... What's crazy is... So we go to the church... Uh, the people that were supposed to play Mary and Joseph didn't make it to the church that day, Absol- and they needed. Wild. They didn't have any backups or any plan. So the pastor, who is also Reese Witherspoon's mom's boyfriend, uh, yeah. calls on Reese and Vince Vaughn Dude. to pick it up, which was nuts. Quick, quick, quick interruption there. Um, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to see which actor is going to play this guy. Because he gets quite a fanfare, you know, like the oh, music's the going wild. And I was yeah, like, oh my yeah. God, who's it going to be? Is it going to be like someone hilarious? It's yeah. just a guy that I've yeah, never seen rando before. Guy. And I was so bummed. I was I like, know, God damn, we could get like Steve Martin or something to do this. Or yeah. like someone insanely hilarious. But no, it's just a dude. Because they totally and he looks missed the mark strange. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he totally was not like hot at all in any way. He had like he had he was like completely bald on the Okay. So we meet this but then, guy. But then like a we, full we, Yeah, full head of hair on the back. He's got like the mullet, but nothing on top. 
It's like, but we are introduced <laughs> to this character earlier at the mom's house as being like, oh, he's like super hot, like super yeah. into it. Yeah. Like ha- has the mom in a trance, like she became super religious because of this guy. And so the whole time uh-huh. you're thinking like, damn, like, okay, like this guy's going to be sick. Just a normal, creepy looking Just a creepy looking dude. dude. Yeah. 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 So yeah. strange. Anyway, I so- really needed in this, in this scene when, um, you know, they they volunteer to be to be they are volunteered by the mom to play Mary Angels because of course they are them. Sure. Yeah, voluntold to do it. Of uh, because of course they are, right? Um I really needed a scene where like Vince Vaughn sees her with the baby and like like thinks like, Oh you know, like she looks pretty good holding a baby or something, you know, like yeah. wow, she could yeah. be a great mother someday. Yeah. No, we don't get that at all. No. At <laughs> all. At all. Like he doesn't whole... learn shit. No. It's, it's crazy, crazy. scene. They have to learn all these lines. It feels like they needed two hours of a break, but they did it in ten minutes. And Reese Witherspoon yeah. is like stage fright, can't do it, really doesn't want to. The whole time you're thinking, okay, Vince Vaughn's going to step up, and maybe this is, to your point, this is maybe what will bring their family together to like the next level. And he just, he nails his lines in, in fact, he improvises the entire scene of the nativity and completely steals the show, gets standing applause while Reese Witherspoon gets, gets thrown yeah. up on. And yeah, it's a bummer. And then, if you were like, holy cow, uh, that seems like a lot of time for one movie to spend on that, it was. I think the dad and then this scene with Reese's mom... There's only, I think, about 20 to 30 minutes left in the movie. We have yet to have the conflict between the two main characters that kind of drives them apart and come back together. We haven't had that yet. So then we go to Vince Vaughn's mom's house after the megachurch. This is house number three. Keep in mind, there's four houses, four Christmases, and there's 30 minutes left in this movie, and they still have two. So they go to Vince Vaughn's mom's house. And then we meet Daryl, who is Vince Vaughn's mom's boyfriend, I think. Or new husband, something like that. Vince Vaughn's old best friend, who is now dating his mom. Yeah. 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 I had a sexual thought about your mother until I was 30. (laughs) Daryl was the funniest (laughs) character in the whole movie. Vince Vaughn's literal childhood friend who is now yeah. dating his mom and they're the same age. It's like I, I dude, that shit was so funny. He's like, Do you need any gas money? He's like, No, I don't need any yeah. gas money. I make more money than <laughs> I you. Make like more money than you. <laughs> See, this is where Vince Vaughn shines though. Like yeah. in moments like that where he can yeah. he can like just talk. When you just let yes. him just talk for a while. He's fucking great. He's so good. <laughs> yeah, that shit was hilarious. And then we get the best scene in the movie, which I think we both agree is the taboo scene where they play 100%. taboo, the game which is very much like um, I just blanked out. Uh, code names, right? Where you're yeah, going yeah, around, yeah. And you have to. I, I give you a card. You have to like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's code names basically. Um, what a great everything about the scene I love because it's yes. this is a great this is this is like narratively too a great scene a great yeah. scene 
kind of kind of cliche, but like a great scene to show that like our couple isn't quite as close as we thought they that as they thought they were, you know. And then they see evidence to what other couples are like, and then that makes them a little bit introspective about their relationship. Dallas and his wife being there, hilarious. Every single question, bam, 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 bam. Even Daryl and his and his mom are great, right? And then yeah. it gets to it's like the, what I poured on you the other night. After He's the like, honey. ooh, wax. It's like, ooh, oh, the wax. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was before the wax. Oh, syrup. Syrup. No, yeah. no, he goes, no, syrup. Yeah, he's like, syrup sticky. I wouldn't recommend that, bro. <laughs> yeah, that scene is fucking great. Dude, and, and Dallas is just fucking munching on wings the whole time and staring yeah. at Vince Vaughn. Like, this was 100% the best scene in the movie. For sure. We For sure. Everything this about this was great. It'd be much longer. Yeah. Just like yeah. This and time. also, like, this scene should have been earlier too, like so that we yeah. learn like what our characters are missing in their relationship and like what they could change. Because before this, Vince Vaughn hasn't been confronted by anyone, like we said before. No, he doesn't know anything no. is wrong with their relationship. Um, yeah, this is fucking great. This is great, and, and I is- love him trying to explain the rules to his mom while playing the yeah. game. With hey. I, it was just awesome. She's like, eh, "Can't say that." Eh, can't. He's like, "Mom, I'm doing the guessing. I can say it." <laughs> so good so good (laughs) well we've all been there we've all had a teammate that just wasn't nearly as good at board games or at games that that would so frustrating we are and they suck yeah they don't they don't understand strategy so i I totally got where this problem was coming (laughs) from. oh my god and there's one point where john favreau and and uh and his wife are you know like right after they nail like seven or eight guesses or something he they're like yeah he's like fuck yeah baby i love you he just smacks her in the face real quick she's like ooh. It's just so funny. Like the characters there are great in this in this scene. Like oh, God, I wish the rest of the movie was this good. I know it's a bummer because the rest of the movie is only about fifteen minutes, and so with fifteen uh-huh. minutes left in the movie, twenty minutes left in the movie, we finally like Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon are sort of separated. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Vin- Reese goes to her dad's house. Uh, this is a movie who- about Reese Witherspoon's character. You think it has like to it be because it's not about anyone else. She she's the one who has the meeting with the goddess, like in yeah. Joseph Campbell terms. When she goes to her dad, like her dad is the the one that's providing you know advice and and mentorship, and nothing at all happens to Vince Vaughn except he goes to his dad and he's just like, I don't want to be like this fucking guy. This guy's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. He realizes, oh, I have more in common with my dad acting the way I am now. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So he goes I don't back. Do that. To Reese, they reconvene, and there you go. Like in in like thirty seconds. In like thirty seconds, they're like, "Yeah, I don't want kids. Maybe we'll talk about kids, but like, we'll have kids. We have kids, and we're gonna have kids. We got married. Okay, that's the question. We're like, it's doing like his Vince Vaughn thing. Yeah, you know. And and then the movie is pretty much over. (laughs) Yeah, they have a kid. The movie ends a year later with them birthing a child, and Uh, they have told their. They hadn't told their parents that they were pregnant. That they were even or, pregnant, yeah. And then turns out they have the child that was born uh, the first birth of the year on the year that mm-hmm. it was born. So the news people run into where they are without knocking, mm-hmm. without any kind of 
consent Wild. or form being signed. Yeah. <laughs> and they are once again put on blast for their yeah. families to see that they are complete shitbag people. That, that have learned nothing. That, that have, have learned, learned nothing. nothing about family. Yeah. Fiend. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it, man. What did you that's learn it. from this movie? Because the characters didn't learn anything. Not, yeah, exactly. That was my biggest critique is that the characters didn't learn anything at all. Um, hmm. Except that maybe we should have a kid together. But like... Maybe? Who, gives, who, care, who cares? Um, <laughs> it's overall life, a bummer. It went from our life is perfect the way it is, let's not change it, to let's just get to the baby phase. Like, let's yeah, we'll just have married. a baby. Like, let's just yeah. have a baby. Like, forget, yeah. forget yeah. that middle part where we get tax breaks and stuff. Dude, like, it is so weird to me money. that they've paired Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn together in this movie because she yeah. is like 5'2 and he's like 6'7 or something. Like, it is <laughs> huge. <laughs> it's fucking insane the difference yeah <laughs> i wonder if tom cruise lent her some of those like uh stilts that he stands on <laughs> mission impossible yeah right they just kept Reese placing her on <laughs> yeah. insane oh my gosh so well, small she's so small that's just sort of what we thought about the movie let's see how the critics and audience thought of it So, four Christmases. Boy, oh boy. What a time. Got a 25% mm -hmm. from critics and 47% from the audience. Our critics. 25%. Uh, That's bad. Really That's bad. That's pretty damn bad. Well, let's see, uh, let's see what bad. they had to say. I think, so we, we were kind of harping on, without being critics, you know, at least knighted as critics i would say in the public eye we haven't given no, we haven't been we haven't been given our roses as as critics Ooh, publicly does that? yeah yes we have or, yeah we've given it to ourselves we've given it to ourselves as we should and as should any critic and really yeah. who is a critic at the end of the day right that's the whole point everyone everyone exactly so this first person uh andrea chase from killer movie reviews it's a pretty killer title uh, there is no spark to the humor. There is no warmth to the drama. There is a tired plot that whips the essence of every Christmas movie ever made into a dreary slog. One out of five. Yeah. 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 I didn't there think their no chemistry the was that There's bad, no, like, was it? The two of them together? No. Like, especially in the first act when we see them, like, you know pretending to be other people and stuff and he calls her a yeah. bitch in the middle of the dance floor that part's hilarious you know like i like the little twist that they were married the whole time but so like i thought the two of them together were fine it's just like with the extended cast which is star-studded by the way mm -hmm. um other than the past ne there's never there's never any connection to anybody else you know like it, christmas is about family in general and they couldn't yeah. give a fuck about their families which is weird because the movie's called Four Christmases. You have four yeah. Christmases with your four fam. Like, come on. Here's you know, and then it, it tries to do it at the end with John Voight 
and you know, like it shows John Voight being with his ex-wife, you know, and like they're happy together with their granddaughter. And but that it feels forced because we get none of that, the not, nothing that leads up to that, you know, and yeah. and the characters don't learn anything as a result. Like, oh, maybe I can have a relationship for the holidays with my estranged family. Nope. Uh, get out of here, idiot. I'm yeah. gonna say, I'm I'm gonna save my big idea that would save this movie, and if I decide to, oh okay, rewrite it. This is how I would do it. A more free game for the people. Uh, just make sure you pay me for my ideas. Uh, this next one, Ken Hankey from Mountain Express, Express with just a big X. So monstrously awful that it will probably make a fortune, spawn sequels, and cause a mania for gags involved involving vo- projectile vomiting babies. Point five, zero point five out of five. Wow, this guy that was a reoccurring is... gag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been a thing. Yeah. Wow, this guy. Something tells me he's kind of a not an optimist. Doesn't sound like an optimist. This guy. Also, how smart could he be? None of that stuff happened. So I'm going to give you a review. Yeah, thank of goodness there was no sequels <laughs> and no they additional did not do five Christmases. Yeah, they Come should on. make five Christmases and then like they host a Christmas, you know, and like everybody comes to their house. That was if I was going to rewrite rewrite it. That's how I would. Oh shit! I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, but that's good. See, we're on the same. We're on the same. We're way. on the same page. We get it. We yeah. get it. What they should have done is they just tell everyone, hey, come over to our apartment or whatever house, huge San Francisco home because they're rich and their house is huge. They're rich. Yeah. And they can afford to do things last minute. And then everyone comes over and then they're picking up on all the different family dynamics all in one. That's yes. what the movie should have been. Bottle episode. It. Absolutely, I agree. Exactly. Put them all in one room and make them deal with each other. Exactly. Exactly. And then yeah. you get like the wild stuff that happens in and out, but mm-hmm. that's how it should have been. That's anyway, what that's what you I would do as a sequel. You could be a lot better. Make yeah. them actually grow. Yeah. Well, it's too late now. Well, no, they yeah. like invite everyone over they for the They both look kid. pretty good too for their age, right? Like the you baby's first Christmas. Christmas yeah, the baby's first Christmas. Yeah. I, I mean, but not all the other actors. Uh, most of the other actors kind of look pretty much the same. Yeah, you could bring literally everybody back. No one would care if you just said it was a year later and everyone looked 20 years older. Or, or you do it. You do it like it's been 10, 15 years, 10 years, and the little kid is like, Mom, Dad, how come we never hang out with Grandpa oh, yeah. and Grandma on Christmas? The, the kid. And then, well, how old would the uh, kid be? Yeah. 2008? Uh, Skylar Gassando would be grown up, right? Like, I mean, the kid was born 15? in 15? Kid would 09 be 15? Yeah. 14, yeah. 15. But you could, have, yeah. you could give him another kid. And it could be like, Mommy, Daddy, why, why do we never see people for Christmas? You know, and then like, oh, okay, maybe we should do this for the kids. We'll invite over the family. And then, you know, you hijinks know, ensue. You know what it is? It's a 15-year-old teenager. I don't remember if the baby was a, a girl or a boy, but it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. The teenager it hates their parents, obviously, teenager. And 
they think their parents are the worst. They think they're crazy. They're, they like don't get it. And then Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon are like, you think we're fucking crazy? And then they invite the family over. I like and that idea too. Yeah. There you go. That's it. Yeah, I like that idea. That uh, works. All right. Gary Brown from the Houston Community Newspaper. Lowbrow humor that fails to the light. One out of four. And then John P. <laughs> John P. McCarthy from Real Talk Our boy. Movie Reviews. No, this is a different guy. John P. McCarthy. This is Real Talk Movie, not Real Views. Real Views didn't uh, do this movie. I went back and looked. Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon can't bring this yuletide comedy home, but without their chemistry and respective personalities, it would be dire. This is true. They are the only good thing in this movie. Um, yeah. They have chemistry. I mean, there's, there's yeah, I, I agree with the previous one, too. It's like, it's all lowbrow humor, puke humor. You know, the scene where Reese Witherspoon is just throwing kids up against the wall is funny, but it's, you know, it's just lowbrow. Beating them up. Yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. The critics, critics just hated this movie, to be honest. There's there's nothing nothing to it. They didn't yeah. didn't didn't tickle their fancy. I don't blame so them. Hop in, let's hop into the audience here. Forty seven percent. That's not the worst. So that means some people liked it, some people hated it. We're kind of in the middle. This first person they said there were Many times where I felt like this movie made kids evil for no reason and where it was disgusting for the sake of being disgusting, which many comedies tend to do. It went too far in many scenes for its own good and there are some things in comedy movies that are so cringy that they're no longer funny. The story, I guess, was original, but the audience barely cares about it anyways and the drama within it because they desire good laughs and there were definitely a couple. Reese Witherspoon looked and acted fantastic, and Vince Vaughn did decently. There were also impressive shots of San Francisco, parentheses, where I have been in person to many of the locations which looked accurate. Good to know. <laughs> and I give the movie credit for that. Overall, not that special of a comedy, though. Barely passes two stars. <laughs> I love, I love this about audience reviews. Like they can't help but be like, I've been there. You know, yeah. it's pretty nice. It's historically accurate. Just thought I'd let you know yeah. that fog. That fog is real. I've been there. They've they, got fog there. There is actually a lot of fog in San yeah. Fran. It's insane. And that bridge, yeah, that's there. I've seen it. Overall, though, I don't fully, I don't disagree with this person. Like there are, there are like kids are just gross little fucking meat bags in this movie. <laughs> Um, but it's because our characters don't like kids, you know, and like, it doesn't seem like the movie does either, which was why the yeah. ending makes zero sense. <laughs> right. Exactly. Gross fucking meat bags. Put that on a shirt. Kids equal gross fucking meat bags. <laughs> uh, this next one here, not a Christmas classic in all caps. It's joyless, unfunny, mean-spirited story that makes fun of Christmas to the point that they make a mockery of church and the nativity. <laughs> 0.5 stars. You know what's funny about making mockery of the nativity? As we alluded uh, to that, um, I did not grow up celebrating Christmas um, at my house. And so the first time I met my now wife's family 
for Christmas, I found a pin that was in my car or something. It said uh, "Birthday Boy" on it, and maybe it maybe it was from you. I, maybe I like got you something. I don't know. Anyway, I had this pin that said "Birthday Boy" on it, and I walked into their house and I had the pin in my pocket, and I thought it would be funny it, it, to put it on I Baby Jesus. Put it. They had like a nativity set by their front door and i put it in the barn in the pen uh in the back with baby jesus it's it's huge it's a very it was like a nice decorative you know antique yeah nativity scene and then a big blue pin that says birthday boy on it in the back i love it i didn't say anything i didn't say anything i just put it there around the night whatever whatever this guy (laughs) and I don't I don't remember exactly if they said anything that night, but I think the next day her mom commented just how funny it was. Like, did you put this here? At first it was like, did you put this here? And I was like, oh no. And you're like, oh shit. And I was like, <laughs> Is this not going over yeah. well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laughed, you know, super funny. And then now every year we go they back it? and it's there. Yeah, it's in the Yes! Yeah, yes! That's great, that's John. That <laughs> making that's so a mockery funny. of the nativity scene. <laughs> anyway, this, so person, this person This person probably, sounds personally offended. Uh, yeah, they would not like my Christian. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I agree. It is this movie is joyless. There is like very little Christmas cheer in this film. Yeah, and I do get what they're saying about the joke. <clears throat> Excuse me, the making. Jeez, making a mockery of the church and the nativity. I get that, and even the kids too, to to some point. Like the movie kind of is making fun of things just to make fun of things. It's like the person that is making fun of people, and like, but the jokes are just kind of like unnecessary digs. Mean. Just kind of like, yeah, like, mean. Whoa, where'd that come from? Like, there was no context for that. Like, there was really yeah, yeah, no yeah. context for the church being like a mockery of a mega church. There really was no like context for these kids being huge jerks in the like bounce house. So, like, yeah, I kind of get what they're saying too. Like, they, all the if kids, they had set all it the up kids are before, like, it's crazy. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they if don't. Anything, they don't. It's it's it's. The movie is corroborating where they're coming from in Act One instead of having them grow through it, like be proven wrong. You right. know, like every time they meet a kid, the ki- the kid is a little shithole. Uh, so it's like, why would you want a kid at the end of the movie? Fucking meatbag. Yeah. <laughs> bag of meat. Yeah. Bag. This next <laughs> one here. Meatbags. <laughs> I only watched like forty five minutes of this movie because the copy I watched was skipping. <laughs> From what I watched of it, I really liked it. I thought it was super funny. You should watch this. Four and a half stars. Hell yeah, dude. He didn't even watch the end of the movie. <laughs> he only watched 45 I minutes of it. I fucking love this. I, I live for audience reviews like these. Yeah. Like, I only saw 10 minutes of the movie, but Vaughn <laughs> is super cute. So, yeah. four and a half stars. <laughs> oh, man. Reese this Witherspoon, one. what a babe. Five stars. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. This last one. It's weird imagining Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon as a couple. It doesn't work for me. The story is nice. Makes a good holiday movie. 
two and a half stars. Uh, do you think they mean like physically it doesn't work? <laughs> like, how is that possible? <laughs> I like that though. I like the going to a movie and just being like, "Yeah, I don't see it. Not for yeah, me. They don't do it for me. <laughs> I'm good. They don't do it for I'm me. Leave. Story yeah. was nice though. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a good holiday movie. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> no, they said it. It it is a good holiday movie. I know, I, that's why I said, yeah, I, just, uh, I disagree. Yeah, I don't think it is. Well, hey, well, then uh, let's just get to the real rundown and, and see what you really mean about it then. So, I mean, I, I think we've, 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 Stated what we dislike from this movie. I'll, I'll just state it one more time for the real ranking. Um, the pacing, kind of formulaic. You know, it just one. We go from one house to the other. The uh, jokes are kind of mean spirited, unfunny, and but the biggest thing that this movie does wrong is that it doesn't provide growth for our characters, um, and it's actually kind of backwards. And in, in it, you know, like I said before, it seems like. You know, our characters start at a place where they feel this way about family and about kids, and they end in a place where they feel exactly the same, but they decide to have a kid anyways. Doesn't quite make a lot of sense to me. Um, there wasn't a lot that I really liked in this movie. Um, the taboo scene was hilarious. You know, there are some, some jokes that some of the characters make that do make me laugh, but overall, kind of a bummer of a movie. Not, a, not really a great... <laughs> holiday flick so 35 out of 100 for me john pretty bad honestly bad. like saying it out loud I, I think maybe i should even go lower i think maybe it should be a 25 i think i think 25 out of 100 is, is more it's gotta be the low that's gotta be your lowest of the year yeah coming in right at the end the yeah coming in right at the end well changing that three into a two. Oh boy Oh boy. Yeah, oh we're going to say with 25 out of 100. Uh, Vince Vaughn is very Vince Vaughn in this, though. And I like Vince Vaughn in general, but, you know, when there's nothing else going on, like at least Wedding Crashers has some heart to it. Mm -hmm. He has no heart. None. Yeah. yeah. I would say this movie is as dense and unclear and confusing as that San Francisco fog that came in for a good hour and a half, canceled all the flights, and uh, no one really got the ending that we were anticipating uh, on that day with the fog and in this movie. I agree with you on the pacing. I think this could have been a two-Christmas situation. We do one and then the other, and it would have been just fine. I think the other two were a bit forced, and I think... Everything in this movie was extremely forced. It was not fun. It was a chore mm -hmm. to get through. I felt like Reese Witherspoon in that bounce house fighting off kids while watching this movie, <laughs> just trying to get to the end. Um, I would give this movie a 38 out of 100. And since you brought it down to a 25, I'm going to bring it down to a 28 out of 100. <laughs> I love it. We, uh, it is we came rough. in with our original scores, we talked about it, and then we were like, you know what? We're going to deduct it's 10. Bad. <laughs> hey, it's bad. And 
to make it to to maybe bring the spirit up a little bit, I thought of another alternative for a potential sequel for this movie. I'm gonna call okay. it instead of instead of five Christmases, I'm gonna call it six Christmases. And what will happen is because Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn just decided to have a baby off of a thirty second conversation. Uh, their relationship also will not work out as history probably would tell if you come from a double divorce family likely that yours is not going to work out and Vince Vaughn was kind of a scumbag so I see that as a possibility and so what happens is they're divorced their kid is in the middle and for some reason they need to have both Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon's new family and all of their families come together and it's sort of like a battle royale six Christmases. And I think that's... I love that. That's how yeah. we do it. I like that. I like that. You could have, like, infinitely more Christmases. You just introduce more family members and yeah. more divorces. Yeah. And then- <laughs> it just keeps going. There you go. It never ends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I you know what that. else never I hope never ends, man? You know what else I hope never ends? This podcast? This po- yeah, this podcast. Yeah. Not this yeah. specific episode, just in general, this podcast. I, th- I, I would actually really like it if this, po- if this episode ended. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> God damn, this movie was rough. <laughs> but let us know what you guys thought of Four Christmases on our social at ERC Pod, at Hoser Loser, at John B. Wolf. And be sure to catch all of our other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we're thinking another Christmas movie uh, for a better next, one. For the, the next Bond. Yeah, hopefully a better one. I'm thinking maybe Jingle Jangle, John. We could do Jingle Jangle. Or Jingle Jangle, a boy, maybe. A Boy Called Christmas is an option. Or uh, Latite's okay, okay. Now. Latite's Now. You know what? Mm. Something's drawing me towards Latite's Now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but thanks for all of you that listen and reach out uh jose here at hoser loser with john wolf at john b wolf and today it seemed like we sided with the critics we had to side with the critics is this one we had to they gave us no other choice no choice uh, but remember at the end of the day everyone is a real critic that's right and merry christmas yeah and happy holidays happy happy holidays Happy Honda days. <laughs> <laughs>